Yeah, I'm with all the presidents, man. I've golfed with uh, <laughs> President Clinton. I've golfed with President Trump, and I've golfed with both of the Bushes. So uh, you know. And, and who's an who's got the uh, lowest handicap? Hacker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi there, and welcome into a brand new week of Celebrity Salute. Dedicated to the men and women who serve our country in active duty, our veterans, and their families. We're here for you. God bless you. We love you. On each episode, we look for people and stories with some connection to these heroes. I'm Randy Miller. James Patterson is a legendary author. Among his works are The Alex Cross, Michael Bennett, Women's Murder Club, Maximum Ride, Daniel X, NYPD Red, Witch and Wizard, and Private Series, as well as many standalone thrillers, nonfiction, and romance novels, and a memoir. His books have sold more than 400 million copies, and he was the first person to sell 1 million ebooks. In 2016, he's received the Literary and Award from the National Book Foundation, which called him a passionate campaigner to make books and reading a national priority. A generous supporter of universities, teachers, colleges, independent bookstores, school libraries, college students, and our nation's military. Patterson has donated millions of dollars in grants and scholarships with the purpose of encouraging Americans of all ages to read more books. We are honored to have James Patterson here on Celebrity Salute. Maybe the most prolific author in all of America, maybe all the world. Guy's written a thousand books. It's James Patterson. And his books have sold over 375 million copies worldwide. He uh, holds the New York Times record for the most hardcover fiction best-selling books by any writer. And he is on the phone with us. James, how are you? I'm good. Hey, th- this yeah. is great. I, you know, I grew up in, in, in Newburgh, New York. And when I was a kid, Stewart Air Force Base, which is now a commercial uh, um, you know, base. But at that time, it was, it was a, an Air Force base, active. And so I grew up, when I was in school, we had, you know, we had kids from the inner city in Newburgh, which is sort of you know, a lot of African-Americans and whites, and then from the farms, and then, and then kids from Stewart Air Force Base, and a lot of whom had been around the world, so it was a great mix. Well, and I, I told you uh, before we started the interview, I had no idea how much you've done for the military over the years, and uh, in these book donations that you've done, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, well, we, we've given away a couple of million books. Uh, a a couple of million. Also, yeah, school kids and then, and then uh, uh, around the world, uh, in, you know, Afghanistan, uh, Iraq, uh, Germany even, uh, you know, to, guys overseas. Um, and, um, you know, one of the great things about that is sometimes you'll, we'll do different things that we think are, you know, good thing for people but we actually hear back from a lot of the soldiers which is really terrific yeah, uh, I, kinda, I, I like to do you know as many good things as we can um one of the things right now um obviously i got a new book out which is has some um, uh, you know it's 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 about a, 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 a woman in the army but um one of the things i'm doing now is a nonfiction book a friend of mine down here in florida uh matt eversman he was a ranger. He was involved in ranger training for six or seven years. But he was also uh, in the black. You know, remember, remember Black Hawk Down. Oh yeah, sure. He was a sergeant. Oh really? At Eversman, yeah. And um, we're doing a book now, which we're about. Oh, we're going to do maybe two hundred interviews of people who've been in combat. And the notion is, I don't know if it'd be the, the, the concept. I don't know if it'd be the title is "Walk in My Combat Boots." Oh wow! Which is trying to get people. Well, one, if you've been there, uh, if you've been in the military, you go, yeah, these guys got it right. Uh, 
And if you haven't been, maybe people will finally start to understand what the hell it is to be a soldier, which I, which I don't think a lot of people do. What a, what a great idea for a book. And James, when you, when you do venture into that territory, you do have to get it right, don't you? Well, you, and, you, and we will get it right. I mean, insofar as, as people remember, you know, what happened to them and, you know, whatever. But it, even if it's just their memories, I mean, the, the memories have some validity. Um, and and it's, it's fascinating. We, we try to, you know, like, what, how did you get in? How did that happen? What happened when you were over there? And then if, if you're back in civilian life, you know, how does it feel now? You know, we had uh, uh, a general on a program, three-star general, Michael Ferreter on the program last week, and uh, he was involved uh, in the Black Hawk Down. So you tell your buddy that the general says hello. Oh, all right. That'd okay. Be, that'd okay. be great. Um, so I want to ask there's so many things I want to ask you. And number one, I can't even believe you have time to uh, take a phone call because uh, you'll probably write three more books during the interview. Well, I'm writing one now. Yeah. <laughs> now, is it true that you? I can, I can, I can, you know, work the pencil. In. You're right. Well, I was going to say, you, do you write all day, every day, using a number two pencil? I do. Uh, I do. I do write seven days a week. Um, and um, you know, I, I don't. I don't really work for a living. I play for a living. <laughs> I love to do it. Um, so it's not really work for me. Well, Alex Cross um, does a lot of work. Does oh, a lot. Yeah, Alex, does a ton of work. Yeah, Alex is. Alex is a very busy guy. <laughs> uh, and, and we visit Alex, uh, you know, we have one episode a year, usually uh, November, December, we would come out with the Alex and the new one is, the new one is almost done. Well, it's been, uh, what, 20 years since uh, Alex Cross made his first appearance in Along Came a Spider? I lose track, but that's about right. Yeah. And is, is that, um, is that your favorite character or is it, does it get to the point where you, you almost There's have... a lot of, you know, I like Michael Bennett. Yeah. Uh, uh I, the Michael Bennett books. Um, I, I do a lot of kids' books, which people don't know as well, but at Maximum Ride, um, she's another favorite character of mine. Um, there's a series of the middle school. You know, the first one was Middle School, The Worst Years of My Life, which they made into a movie. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And that gave yeah. Dory, and I like, yeah. So wow. there's, there, it's a real mix of things. I'm, I'm doing it. The Einstein Commission, or Einstein Estate, came to me, and they said, They'd like me to write a series to tell kids around the world about Albert Einstein and his theories. Huh. They said, "But you got to make it. In, you know, you got to make it fun." I'm going, "Okay, so I just have to write about Einstein and his theories and make it, really <laughs> make it fun for a kid." Kids. All right. right. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, your books have such a wide variety of protagonists and their side yep. characters, and and in my view, I mean that's part of the magic of your writing because uh, you just get drawn in into that. What is your secret to developing those kind of memorable personalities? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I just sit down. Well, the first thing I'll do is, is, is just try to think of a, a story that if somebody was telling you, you told me a couple of lines about it, you'd say, you know, tell me some more. Um, right. And, and, and so that's always the start of it. And uh, I just outline, outline, outline. And then I, when I'm writing, I pretend there's just one person sitting across from me. And um, I don't want them to get up till I'm finished. Right. <laughs> so, you know, pace is a big deal with me. You sure. know, Michael Connolly, who's a good mystery writer, he says what Jim does is every single chapter, every scene is designed to both move the, the plot forward and also uh, uh, move the, you know, the, the characterization and let us know about the, that character more. Well, and so the new book, Cornwallis, are going. Is yeah. Kind of I was just, just going to say, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. this thing, I just started this book, and I am already just totally involved, and uh, your newest her heroine here, Captain you want, Amy you Cornwall. Want every, 
Yeah, you want every book, I mean, to be as, you know, fast paced and, and really, you know, grab you with the character. And it doesn't always happen for me. You'd like it to happen every time, just like you'd like every episode of your favorite show to be great. Right. Um, and sometimes it doesn't work out. But with the Cornwalls are gone, it really did in terms of a really good character and just action never, never, ever stops. Yeah, and she's an Army intelligence officer, which I love. Right. Um, and kind of give she us... comes home one day and her and her husband and daughter are missing. And yeah. There is a note basically saying you got 48 hours to do something for us, which they'll tell or what it is, and no police, no military, no FBI, or, or her daughter and her and her husband will be killed. So, you know, it's kind of a, a grabby kind of thing. But what's great about it is, uh, you know, the way she handles, the way she tracks them down, the way she, you know, and, 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 she's, and she's very good at her job. She's very good at intelligence, and she really uses it. Uh, and, you know, and if, if your family is involved, boy, yeah. you know, you're you're really given 100. percent And the thing I love about this uh, this character is the thing that we always talk about on this show so much that uh, you cannot find a more resourceful individual than someone in the military. I mean, oh yeah, you know their their lives absolutely depend on it, and that's why they make you know when they transition and back. That's which, yeah, that's yeah. what she does, and you know, and and she lives that, and 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 this is the real asset task because it involves her family, but. You know, going back to the to the nonfiction thing that we're doing, we've done, as I said, a lot of interviews already. And one of the, you know, to the point you were making, one of the things that comes comes up again and again and again is people when they're in the army, uh, once they once especially when they when they get over into uh, combat zone, they've been trained and and they're not everyone, but most of these people are really given a hundred percent. Right, they have to. I mean, right. their lives to some extent are. You know, and the lives of the, of the people around them and the camaraderie is incredible for, for most uh, of the people. And then they come out into the civilian world and all of a sudden somebody's saying, like, give 50 percent, you know, and it's very difficult uh, for people to go from, you know, the camaraderie and I'm giving it you know, everything I have to. No, 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 no. Don't, you know, you know, and to the point where other people would say, you know, what are you trying to show us up? Right. <laughs> right. Stop showing off. Stinks. Yeah. That's right. awful. Yeah. 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 It's a bad way to run businesses. Most businesses should run a lot more like the military runs, in my opinion. Well, and and most businesses should hire many more veterans than they do. Too. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's the absolutely. That, and that's the thing that people are finding out. You know, Home Depot is a great uh, partner with us on the program. They've committed half a billion dollars to uh, veterans uh, through the year 2020. And one of the things they're doing is they're doing such such smart things with the money. They partner with some great people and some great organizations. But then they've also started now this trade school situation where they take tra uh -huh. transitioning veterans and they put them in trade yeah. school for 12 weeks and they learn a brand new career. I can't believe that that isn't happening more around Right, I right. I can't believe it hasn't been going on in Detroit for 20 years. Yeah, yeah. Now, Why they haven't, you know, invested in, and I'm sure they do a little bit, but really invested in trade schools in Detroit to, to create, uh, you know, a loyal... Well, you know, even better trained workforce than than. than uh, you're not from Detroit, yeah. are you? No, I'm not. Um, but I, I was in advertising for a while. Although I've been clean for over 20 years. <laughs> but uh, we had the Ford account, so I used to go out to Detroit quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, we're talking to James Patterson. James, who is your favorite novelist? Oh, you know Dostoevsky, Tolstoy. Uh, 
No, I, I like um, I, I like a lot of the mystery novels. Uh, I, I mentioned Michael Connolly and Nelson DeMille. I like a lot. Uh, I like the Jack Reacher books, uh, Lee Child. Um, I, I read a lot. I, I mean, I read a lot of kids stuff because I write kids books. So mm -hmm. I'll read that. You know, The Book Thief, I think, is a particularly great YA um, novel. You know, James Joyce getting, you know, more serious about stuff. I like, you know, like the, you know James Joyce. Um, yeah, the Matterhorn was, I thought, one oh. of the best uh, books I ever read about, uh, about you know, serving overseas. I thought that was spectacular. Well, you know, we talked about uh, what you're doing for the military and uh, your other uh, philanthropy efforts. Uh, you've donated hundreds of thousands of dollars to support these independent bookshops in the U.K. and Ireland, Right. Oh, well, and, and more and more in the U.S. I mean, we yeah, we do a lot. We've got scholarships for 450 um, teachers in oh, colleges wow. around the country. There are 31. Um, I have a thing with Scholastic where um, we, you know, a lot of teachers, you know, have to buy the books for their classroom libraries. Right. So we go with Scholastic. Every year we, 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 we put up several million dollars, really. And... Um, um, we we reach out and say if you if you you know doing your own classroom library just let us know, and last year we had eighty two thousand requests for oh, help, man. and and we met eighteen thousand of them. So eighteen thousand wow. we went in. And, That's incredible. And uh, did the class. Yeah, so start, you know we do you do what you can. I, I swear I was brought up. Um, if you can, yeah, if you can help, we help. We try. Well, now I know you teamed up with. Uh President Bill Clinton. President Clinton. Right? Yeah, I'm with all the presidents, man. I've golfed with uh, <laughs> President Clinton. I've golfed with President Trump, and I've golfed with both of the Bushes. So, uh, you know. And, and who's an who's got the uh, lowest handicap? Hacker. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know them all. I mean, a little bit. And um, actually, uh, Mar-a-Lago is, is about a third of a mile from where I am in Florida. Oh, right wow. The street. That's cool. Um, I do see the president and, uh, well, Eric in particular, his son. Um, the Clintons, obviously, we had a, a terrific run with uh, the novel we did. Um, it went to a couple of bases, uh, the one outside of Seattle and then the one outside of Washington where the, the, the Joint Chiefs stays, uh, stay. Um, and uh, that was cool. I was more popular at the military bases. Yeah, I'll bet. Well, yeah, and, you know, you mentioned you mentioned early on, you know, when we started talking about uh, donating the books to the uh, – the military and, and and how they appreciate that, and that's the, that's the other thing that I don't think people understand maybe quite as much as they should, and it's something that we really kind of uh, push on this show, uh, especially with uh, you know we've gotten some some really great uh, folks that have called in to uh, to wish the troops well, but that means so much to them. Oh and, yeah, you know, and totally. and you and you know it by the letters you get and the emails and everything else. But uh, when you can take the uh, the heat off of a uh, somebody's deployed or a, a veteran uh, out of their uh, lives for a few minutes, it just means. Well, the, I think the world. also the other piece of it is the idea that they're not out there and and forgotten. Right. Exactly. That somebody's actually aware that they're there and paying attention and trying to. You know, my best friend was a, he was a captain in, in Vietnam. He died recently, but his son was, uh, was a captain in, uh, in the Marines after he was. And, um, when his son was, was in Afghanistan, he used to send back not just letters, his letters, but letters from his friends. And my friend Steve would share all these with me. And you, 
you'd read about how these how these men and women were responding to the situation there, and it, they were smart letters, they were emotional, and it was nothing like anything you'd ever read in any of the newspapers. Right. Yeah. You know, you just go like, man. You know, these people are not, they're just not getting it. <laughs> and not to get into, you know, fake news and stuff. But I mean, yeah, but no, you're exactly they're right. Not, they're, not, they're, not, they're not over there. They're not feeling what it is, uh, which, which is unfortunate. We had uh, uh, Bradley Cooper came on the program and yeah. he said, listen, uh, I'll come on. I'll talk about American Sniper, but I, I, I want to bring my buddy on who is our uh, military consultant. He's a, a SEAL. On a, and it was great. It was fantastic. And those guys, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, when you when you do get to kind of rub elbows with those uh, folks, you do understand what, what you know. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. No, no, no. I, I uh, you know, I don't know, but I, 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 I get pieces of it. I just got yesterday, I did a little thing here, and I got another one of those. What are the medals that you throw? If you throw it down first on the bar, the other, the other people have to buy you're right, <laughs> right. But, you know, I've got about twenty of them now. Every you morning, about the, if I run into somebody, the coins. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, well, I just got another one uh, Saturday. Listen, you, you deserve all the coins that. that uh, yeah, I deserve anything, but it's it's a kick to get them. James, listen. Okay. Thank you so much for your time. How many how many uh, books have you written during the interview? I have no idea. <laughs> but the Cornwallis are gone is cool. It's a fun one, and uh, if people like what I do, oh my gosh! Uh, this should... if you haven't read any, it's a good place to start. These, these better be available at uh, at every base. Uh, the Cornwalls are gone. I, I suspect they pretty much are. Yeah, I'll bet they are. James, thank you so All much. Right. Well, man. this is great. It was so what? much. It's fun talking to you, and maybe when we get um, you know the combat boots, we'll. That, yes, that absolutely. Come on and uh, oh, I'd love that. Shoot the breeze. Yeah, yeah. He's, be... he's a really he's a great guy. Such a funny thing. I mean, you know, he's an army ranger, army ranger school for seven years, and you know, my assistant she she hadn't met Matt, but she talks to him on the phone. She goes, he, she told me she he's the nicest man I've ever spoken to in my life. <laughs> you know, you <laughs> think about a guy, you know, basically being sergeant major at army ranger school. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. He must be. He must be able to be a little tough when he needs to be. Yeah. But that can come out at any time. I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Be good. Hey, thank you so much. We'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, thanks so much. Bye. You've been listening to Celebrity Salute. Celebrity Salute is produced by Brainstorm Media and distributed by National Defense Network, with host Randy Miller and executive produced by Nate Heron. Be sure to visit us at nationaldefensenetwork.com. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also say, Alexa, play the National Defense Network podcast.